Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. To the sweet sounds of Kevin Bloody Wilson and the gay sick tones of Dane Swan. I'm getting a drink. I really did forgot my AirPods were in, so like oh, it's the sound carried. How long have we been doing this for? Uh, you can yeah. hear my son wailing in the background too. Everyone is just having a go today, but that's okay. Welcome back. It is the first episode of Math Science for season 2022. Um, we're going to give a bit of a preview of what we think is going to go down. In this year's competition, obviously, all as Dane has mentioned on the podcast, all the teams are flying in the preseason cup, whatever it's called this year. Yeah. What's it called? They're all equal. Yeah. They're all equal at the moment. They are. So we'll go through them in yeah. alphabetical order, and, and you two bozos oh. can give us your opinion if you would. Um, um, before we get going, it start, I started off real well last night. Actually, Penrith and Manly, Penrith are $2.10 um, just to win, but I, 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 had a bet and I was like, I put Penrith minus five and a half. They won by 22 or somewhere. So, not sure whether that's an over for <laughs> a great year, Ralph, but I fucking jumped straight back into the seat and I'm one from one. Um, straight back into the mark. What, what are you thinking? What are your thoughts on this year? Any, right. So, did you say you, the, the, the roughy won last night? Yeah, so I'll treat I was okay. 10. And they won the, oh, I just had a quick browse and they, looked, they won the flag last year. I was like, why the fuck are they $2.10? And, I couldn't see many out. I was like, ah, oh, well, they're, they're trying to get one over me. I was like, why mainly a dollar seventy or something? I was like, nah, I'm not buying into this garbage. And then I said, I'm, you know, even so, I think Penrith are going to win by more than five and a half, and they did. And um, yeah, so it's a great start for me. I hope that's a good omen that I'm going to go 100. I'm going to bat at 100 um, this year. That'd be nice. Absolutely. So um, we'll, we'll we'll do round one next Tuesday. But- yeah. What yeah. I want to emphasise is the point you've just made then is actually something to really keep in mind in the first early rounds. Yeah. Markets are judged on last year. Last year. There's a yeah. whole group of information. And what we see every year, rounds one, two, and three is, oh, tips is nightmare. Well, instead, use the logic of that, that, that there's roughies every year at the start of the uh, year. And, exactly. and take a few multis on, on impossible things, so-called impossible things getting up. He's saying is, the other thing is exactly because some teams like Mick or as you said, the top eight is very, very rarely stays the same. So yep. 
there are going to be sides that fall, and some might fall from second to eighth, or you know, some might jump from fucking eighteenth to ninth. But the ladder does move positions, so yeah, we ha- we haven't got. I don't take much out of the preseason game, so we haven't got much to go on. So we do have obviously have to go a little bit on last year, but um, if there is, like you, pretty much the first couple of rounds, you want to, you want to take some value before you start getting sharp and betting fucking favourites all the time, because there are going to be some upsets. Um, but yeah, we'll talk more about in depth about round one next week. We'll just have to give a quick preview of um, the season for everyone because that's what everyone in media does. And I imagine we're the fucking bottom of the totem pole in the media, but um, we're here. Yeah, but we're only looking at it from one perspective. Can we make money? Yeah, exactly. We actually don't give a shit about anything else. <laughs> no, no. And we're up we're here, for the, we're here for the people. <laughs> And for the journalists, right, they take a lot of sound bites. Right, before we go, Storm never Storm have won about seventeen round ones in a row. So they're yeah. a twenty five, but I don't know what the um, what the line is. I haven't checked, but so, so you know mate. what I'm going to do. You know what I'm going to tweet out with, with no knowledge of rugby league is if if Storm get beaten tomorrow round one. Yeah, they play Saturday night. I think they don't lose. Well, I can yeah. check what the line is, um, but they do not lose. Doesn't so. that mean math science means that they're due for a loss? Not with fucking Bellamy at the helm. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the boys, i seen a couple of boys yesterday. They're, they're good to go. Um, they're, they're, what is the line before we get to AFL? It's 12 and a half. So that's a lot, but they're playing West. They should flog them. Maybe take it down to nine and a half. All right. <laughs> All right. Let's get going. The first team is the Adelaide Crows. Dane, give us your thoughts. Oh, well, I don't have any thoughts on Adelaide. <laughs> well, there's, there's going to be irrelevant again. Yeah, yeah they'll, they'll win. Eight, six, five, six games. Beat a couple of sides they shouldn't get flogged most weeks. Dane, sports bet here. Under $7.77. Is that picking money up off the ground? Yeah, there you go. Oh, I didn't even know that, but yeah, he, um, yeah, I think so. How are they going to win seven games? Um, I don't know. They, uh, they just look miles off. Um, I know there yep. might be a little bit of cohesion. Laird's out for four to six weeks as well. So uh, there's always a, a, a seller dweller that does improve. I can't see it being Adelaide. No, I think the bottom. Th- I think we all have the same bottom three or four. Um, I would think, but you never know. We'll see. Well, what about the Brisbane Lions, Ralph? <laughs> Very bullish on the Brisbane Lions. Um, I think they're the, uh, the best <laughs> early in the year for the premiership. And I noticed sports bets here got fourteen and a half over under. I'd say that's an over. Uh, I think they're going to have a monster year. Every, all of, all the planets look aligned. Um, wouldn't even be surprised if Joey Danaher's a Coleman medal chance. We'll get to a Coleman market there. Yeah. Um, they got uh, Hipworth back late in the year, but uh, Rayner is, is a recruit, uh, Dane. Where would he go in the draft? If the draft was going now? Yeah. Um, yeah, it'd be pretty high. Well, depending on how he, he, his knee is, but from, you can take all reports with a grain of salt. I know this because yeah. it's pre-season. Everyone's flying. But they say he's going to get more midfield time, and he was a number one draft pick for a reason. He obviously must be good at footy. Yep. Um, so, yeah, with him added, the emergence of Zach Bailey and stuff, um, yeah, I I have them on top, actually, but um, we'll get to my top eight. Um, so I think it, well, we'll get to the rest of it. But, yeah, um, they're due. I think they're ready. Uh, next on our list is the Carlton Blues, Dane. Thoughts on Carlton? Um, well, listen, I think they, um, they put out a slogan, we're coming, I think, um, about 15 years ago. So... <laughs> 
They're fucking due. You know, you, 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 so they're, they're coming. Um, Still coming. Stuck in traffic. That reminds me of, you know, in, 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 at the, uh, sorry about it, but you know, in, in, in breeding with racing, that what a teaser pony's job is? <laughs> yeah, the fluffer. <laughs> exactly. so they're the teaser so, pony at the moment. Yeah. Um, now, listen, for all the shit I give Carlton and Essen, I've always been on the record of saying when, the perfect final scenario would be if Collingwood, Essendon, Carlton and Richmond finished the top four. That would be unbelievable for finals. But unfortunately, my side is going to be bringing up the rear, I think, this year out of those big four sides. Um, Carlton, they will improve. Um, they have to improve. They can't. With the players they got, they cannot be shit for too much longer. Mm. I think they may. So they're going to get better, but I think next year. I, I think. You'll see where I have them in my top eight, but I don't think they're just there yet. Um, I've got to try and put eight sides. In the eight, and they just missed out, but they're getting better. Next year was when I'll have them in. So Patrick Cripps is going to win the Brownlow because he played well in the uh, in the yeah, community in, series the, in the Who Cares Cup. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do, do you, in your trained eye, compared to my untrained eye, is is a bloke of that size able to be a midfielder in the modern era without being constantly injured? Yeah. Well, we're going to find out. Um, I think he'll play with the with. Hewitt and Sarah, Sarah, Sarah. Sarah. Um, I would suspect Cripps will play a bit more forward. Now, I have absolutely no idea about that, but um, when you are that big um, and you've got some more people, he's had obviously to carry a a fuckload of weight through that car midfield for a lot of years. So I think we go in there for 10 minutes, 12 minutes a quarter and then play forward the rest. But um, fucking who knows? Uh, But yeah, I think, yeah. That's what I've told you what I think about Carlton. In racing terms, I think they're priced to perfection. I'm looking at the under over now, nine and a half, a dollar sixty-eight over. Uh, sorry, under two dollars ten. I think the hype has pushed their price way too low. And uh, from a value perspective, I think Carlton is uh, under is not a bad little play. How many, how how many wins was that? Round one. What's that? How many wins was it? Nine and a half. What, what gets you in the finals? Yeah, well, obviously the the odds makers. So I already said about nine or ten wins, so it's probably right on there. So I reckon they finished nine. So what gets you in the finals? Eleven? Yeah, so I reckon they're right oh, there. Probably thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, then they're not there. Yeah. Yep. Well, Dane, we'll go back to you because it's your mob up next. The Collingwood Football Club. You've um, been quite critical of them in the preseason so far. Uh, I think they'll be better to watch, but it won't be enough. Um, I think they'll like they were hard to watch last year. Like. like some of those games were fucking deplorable to watch. Um, so I think they might get a few more fans back in the stands. I, I think I'll be able to watch them a little bit easier this year. I think we'll cop some hidings, but I think they'll improve, but it's it's not going to be enough. Out of those big four sides, I think they, uh, Collingwood are the ones bringing up the rear this year. Um, got them loaded. I've got them loaded mid, um, anywhere from sort of 10 to 14 is where I have them. I think we're going to make some money out of them this year because um, their 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 best side, Dane, has a lot of good players in it. Does that make yeah. sense? What I'm saying? Mm. So, like their their top eight, I think, would probably line up against most sides' top eight. Yeah, which need them. They haven't played. They don't. Like Darcy seems to be injured with Geordie's. Yeah, Jamie hasn't played. So, penalties and halfback would be good. So, listen, if they're, if they're like most sides, we've got a very young side. If we can keep our best 10 to 15 on the field it gives us a much better chance of getting up ladder, obviously which is like most sides but I think 
our depth may be, be tested with injuries. But, but you never know. I can turn around quickly. Eight and a half's the line. Which way you go there? Eight and a half wins. Uh, under. Under. Yeah. I, I think the, that, that's, that's a pretty, pretty. I reckon the, the odds have got it right, so I wouldn't be. Yeah, they're, 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 yeah exactly. they're right on. I wouldn't, I wouldn't bet either way on that, but. Um, I think, like I said, I think they'll be more, they'll be better to watch. They're going to play a better game style, um, which might lead to some more wins, but it might lead to more turnovers because they're going to play with a more attacking game style, which I'm happy to sit there and watch as long as they're taking the game on. I want to see them turn the ball over when they're fucking chipping the ball around their back after three minutes, well, halfway through the second quarter. I want to see, I want to see them turn the ball over, making decisions, you know, taking the game on. And if I see that, I don't expect them to do anything this year, so I'm happy to watch them doing that, which will frustrate me at times because I bet on them a lot. But, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think anywhere. Eight, eight would be a fucking the highest I think they can finish. But they squeeze in with everything goes right, but I realistically think, you know, 10 to 14. Well, moving on to the next uh, club, sorry. Sam, you're struggling. I'll pick it up here. So um, Essendon is the... Uh, is the 11 and a half wins. They, my, my thing with Essendon is not yet. Um, second year yeah. coach Rutten, you know what they remind me of? The Demons in 2018, where, as in last year. So everything went right first year for Simon Goodwin, good, talented young players, but they all need a few. I, I just think <coughs> now they've been exposed, that sides are going to be really prepared for them on, on what they're at now. And I don't think they've quite got the depth of real sustained talent yet. Uh, now, that doesn't mean if, as with the Demons, in three years' time and all that, you know, when their average isn't 50 games but 100 games, that they can't all put it together. But I just think they're priced to perfection at the moment. 11 and a half wins. I think every year there's a Melbourne-based side that the media talk up as this could be the premiership side and it seems to be Essendon. And 11 and a half wins, I would say, is an under. This thing yeah. Like hype speeding at the moment. Where'd they finish last year? Seventh, eighth? Yep. Yeah, well, I've, I've written... Pretty much exactly the same. They'll be up and down. I reckon that's about where they'll finish. Um, uh, they'll be consistent again this year. You'll look at them, think that's a great play. If we're talking gambling, go mate, they should flog this side. I'll come out and get hammered, and there'll be sides up the ladder which they'll play really well against to get beat. So I think, a bit like you, I think they'll still be a bit inconsistent this year, and probably next year is when they'll see an improvement up the ladder if you get the improvement for all the the young fellas. But um, yeah, I think roughly about the same bottom. Bottom end of the eight. Next game. Next club. The Fremantle. She's back. She's back. <laughs> I just had a little moment there. The Fremantle Dockers, uh, sixth in the uh, alphabetical order. Where will they go this year? Uh, no, nowhere. No. Um, like, they'll just be one of those sides in the middle of the bottom of, you know, the middle, that sort of nine to 10 to 14, 15 sort of range. Just, mm. They'll be there. They're hard to watch as well. Frio. Um, they can be hard to watch depending on injuries they're another one if their best aren't playing drop away pretty quickly but yeah like who watches Freo over here like no one so um, good luck to them but I, I just think they're, they're just in the middle of the bottom half of the, the eight again no we're against, I'm against you here uh, I think this is the case that you mentioned about the injuries they've had a Terrible run with injuries. It looks like they've finally got a lot of cohesion together. And this is, is it Longmuir's second or third year as, as coach? Uh, just, it, it looks like he's going to get a fair fight with them. And I've noticed here, the market usually moves for a reason. And Sportsbet had them at 10 and a half. And the over is $1.77 v $1.97. I think that's almost 
That's that's a very nice bet. The over, I think they're going to have uh, a very good year. And I'll tell you, early. I'd be I'm, out of all the, the last four or five sides you've you've you give me the over under. I wouldn't have touched any of them. I'd touch the under on that. There we go. All right, well, there's our there's our difference. But I, yeah. I, I do like Freo, and I'll get to them as a premiership bet too, and I'll t- explain why. Oh, <laughs> all right. You like the Green Bay thing, Ralph? Yes. Huge. We'll get we'll get to that. Next team up is the Geelong Cats, Ralph. Uh, I think Jeremy Cameron is the key to the Geelong here. Everyone's talking about the older players. Well, Jeremy Cameron was recruited and they offered and paid, I suppose, via draft picks. You can't buy financially in footy, but via the uh, draft picks, they paid the world for him. He's a dead set star and he did his hammy uh, prior to the season and didn't really get a fair go at it. Uh, but at times, he showed just how good he is. It looks like he's had a proper pre-season. Uh, that's as opposed to the usual cliches <laughs> of flying. Um, and if he is playing at his best, he's going to be shape whether they can actually really contend again. I'd be reticent of writing him off. 13 and a half seems right. I wouldn't want to play either way there. I think that's about right. And let's not forget, they have the best home ground advantage in footy full stop because they don't have a home ground disadvantage as many times as, uh, as let's say, a West Coast or a Sydney or a Adelaide does because they have some neutral games at the MCG as well. So they're always going to have that base of uh, those games that can go either way with the home ground advantage and the lack of disadvantage in their favour. So it's, a, it's an inequitable draw in their favour. They're a fantastic side anyway, so I think they're going to be in deep again. Yeah, I think I'm on the slide a bit. Um, they'll play finals, but I think this is, I won't finish in the top four. Um, maybe win a final, and that's about it. So you'd be it. under a, a third and a half. Probably, yeah, yeah. Um, I think that. Well, I think outsiders will probably win more. So whether they win fourteen and finish sixth, I've got them in the lower half of the eight. But I think it's kind of their last crack. Um, Hawkins, Selwood, Dangerfield. Um, I don't know how old Jeremy Cameron is, but they're all stars, obviously. But um, yeah, I think this is – and, you know, you can't be the best players in the league forever. Eventually, father time catches up. You get that little step slower, a little bit sore a week to week, harder to back up. Um, yeah, so I think they'll play finals, but I, I don't see them contending for the flag at all. Next up is the Gold Coast Suns, Dane. Uh, what have we got written here for Gold Coast? Um, didn't even put them in, so that's how much I forgot about them. Um, so, <laughs> can I just say one thing? Is it Max King or Ben King? I should have. Who's been re-signed for him? Um, uh, yeah, ben, 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 I don't know. Yeah, ben they're both, they're both very good players. Yeah, so Ben King, he's out for the year with a knee out. And then yesterday he re-signs for an extra two years and the AFL media have just tumbled into this Oh, what a sacrificial! What a, what an yeah. enormous sacrifice that he's recommitted to the club. Well, how many clubs are going to be lined up? The, yeah. What's that? I'll be signing two files after the year, not knowing how many he was going to be. Thank you. Sure, he's a pretty. Not sure many people with the money. I'm not sure. I've got no idea what he's on, but I'm sure it's a bucket load. He's fucking done a knee and he's getting paid a fortune to sit down rehab. So, um, smart man, good manager. I don't know who his manager is. Probably not Liam, but um, <laughs> smart manager. Good lord. Um, the Suns. Oh, mate, listen now. They they're irrelevant still too. Um, Correct. Uh, they're just yeah. Making up numbers. 
everyone everyone likes to go to play. Everyone likes to go up and play because you get a couple of days on the Goldie. But that's about the only thing the Suns are good for is getting on holiday. I hope Colin will play him up there because I'll get myself up there and watch him. But um, <laughs> but they're, they're there. exactly they're, they're the Suns are just irrelevant. They'll yeah. They're, they always they're start much. the year well. Yeah, well, Be careful on the punt there. And, yeah, and eventually they um. They have to, well, the amount of draft picks they've got, like Rao will be back after a full season under his belt. That Noel Anderson seems like a good player. Chip Miller's obviously all Australian. So they've got enough there, but they just can't seem to put it together. Mm. Yep, agree. GWS Giants, Ralph. Very bullish about them. Talk about a side that hasn't had a decent moment with injuries. Um, they've just had no luck whatsoever. Uh, now all of a sudden, it looks like the Ducks in a row for them. Uh, they get a Good recruit called Toby Green in round six. Uh, so he, so they're going to have all something to plan for without him. And then he comes in and he's just going to elevate them. So uh, this is a very, very talented side. Uh, nice oh, coaching recruitment with James Hurd. And I'm, just, uh, I'm, I'm on board. So I, I'll, I won't be with him yet. So I'll, so I'll explain why in a sec. But um, as far as, as season over-under, uh, I noticed the market's really come for them as the over at eleven and a half, a dollar seventy. I do very confident they'll clear that. So um, for a season spec bet, um, over I think is a very good bet. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Um, I've, I've got them outside the eight. Um, I, well, I don't know whether you have to. I think Toby Graham missing the first six weeks. They don't. They very. Now listen, my stats man could be wrong, but um, <laughs> they're very, very. I don't think they win a lot without Toby Green. He's their leader. Um, he's clearly their best player. Um, so they if they go two and four in their first six weeks. It's going to be a long, long slog to get themselves into the eight. So that's what I'm basing the Giants not. Um, Playing the eight four, that's why that's why I've got them out of the eight, and that's why I don't think they'll do much this year. I think they'll be eight nine ten is where I sort of see them seven eight nine ten. But you have to put eight teams in the eight, and I've done that, and they missed out. Can't fit them all in. You can't. What about the Hawthorne Hawks, Ralph? How are they going to go? I, I just can't see any depth of talent to the list as yeah. in now. You know, I'm sure they've got good young players that are going to come on and. They just look the classic uh, pincer movement, I think you call it, of uh, a few end-of-the-year players still there. Sammy Mitchell will probably give them a sugar hit. Uh, the entire list has only had one coach if they've been Hawthorne players their whole life. And history tells you there's there's always a bit of a sugar hit when there's a new coach. Um, so maybe they might surprise with a few more wins here and there, but as a betting proposition, just can't can't treat them seriously. Yeah, I've got written down, fuck no. Uh, uh, <laughs> Sam Mitchell. I can find another list for you if you want. Oh, I know, I know, I know the access code to their computers. Um, <laughs> God knows what Sam Mitchell's going to do. They didn't look great against the Pies, but like 
but I'm not taking anything out of preseason. Um, like most people, I have him in the bottom four, but fucking who knows? I got to sort of wait and see on all. I certainly don't expect them to be much. I certainly don't expect them to make the eight, but they may be better than I'm giving them credit for. But we'll see what magic. Sam Mitchell was hot property. Collingwood obviously wanted him. Um, let's see if he's as good as Clarkson. So, but yeah, fuck knows what I've got, but bottom four. Well, at the other end of the spectrum, your mob, Ralph, the Melbourne Demons, coming off a premiership win last year. So, a couple of things. They're, they're priced to perfection, 16 and a half. Uh, actually, they're not priced to perfection at all. 16 and a half, $2.10. Um, something's going to have to go badly wrong for them not to have an outstanding year. And taking away my Melbourne supporting uh, hat, because this is all about trying to make money, I've had a bit of a look through, say, AFL history, as in once the competition first expanded in 1987. Every time there's been a dominant side, they've made the grand final the following year, except for Carlton in 95, and that was they were they were end of end of career list, you know, like all the legends like Kernahan and Williams and uh, etc. They they were really in the last. What's that? Bradley. Bradley was down to his last 400 games, I think. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah, there were there were a whole bunch of them who retired within a year or two. Where this isn't the case with Melbourne. So I think what has to go wrong, <clears throat> touch wood, it doesn't, is that you know unfortunately Max Gorn and Jake Lever have both had two knees in their career, which always means I suppose you're, you're more of a chance of having a third, and uh, that would be terrible. But to state the obvious, but um, but as far as this list is go- going, they well, they're, probably, not they're, they're not elite players anyway, so it doesn't matter. Good well, point. Yep. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. They're, they're no Nick Nat and Nui. So yeah. um, that aside, uh, I think they just have to have an outstanding year. I wouldn't be backing them for the premiership now, but as far as 16 and a half, uh, why aren't they a good bet? Because that says they're going to have to lose uh, six games for you to lose your money. Yeah. And, and the, uh, I just want to just quickly, from someone who's been out there, Surely it's going to be an added dy- dynamic for them to have a full MCG for the first time in their career. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. Um, look, you know, there's not much to say about Melbourne. They'll, they'll be riding, riding the thick of it again. The only thing I'd say is it's very, very, very hard to win back-to-back premierships. So that's why I'd be careful about backing them for the flag because everyone's come for it. They are now the hunt. Now they are now the hunted, not the hunter, which makes a fucking difference. Everyone puts, everyone wants um, to, to play their best against the big dogs. A Melbourne of that, so yeah, mate, they'll be right there again. That's telling you nothing you don't already know. Well, the next side is the North Melbourne Kangaroos, Dane. Uh, oh, well, they're still shit. That's well, they're going to finish they'll, if they're not bottom, they're second bottom. That, that their number one draft pick by all accounts is unbelievable, but yeah, who cares about them? <laughs> I can't see how they can possibly be a betting proposition. Just quickly, Swatty, you mentioned about trying to win back-to-back, and this is not being a smart-ass. I just looked up in 2011. You guys won 20 games the next year. And the only only start we didn't beat was Geelong. We lost three games to Geelong all year. There you go. The only start we didn't beat. So what I'm saying is, as far as Melbourne being 16.5, that for a dominant side, if if, if they have their... You know, just an ordinary luck with injuries. Uh, I think that's that's, uh, that's a pretty good bet, uh, six and yeah. a half. But I don't think that's a big barter jump for them. But I agree, nothing about North Melbourne. Yep. Well, the next team up is the Port Adelaide Power, Ralph. Well, they're always going to have that home ground advantage, but I think they're priced to perfection again. Uh, 14 and a half wins is a lot. 
um, because I think they're a side that a couple of things can go wrong. They've got some fantastic players, but um, Boak, Dixon and Robbie Gray, you know, sometimes the end comes quickly. Um, sometimes freaks keep going too, so I'm not writing them off and being an idiot, but I'm just saying from a perspective of 14 and a half, that seems like a high line. And uh, and if they're the side, if history tells you every year a side can uh, can drop out of a top four position, uh, maybe it's them, maybe it's not, but I, don't, I wouldn't want to be bet- betting them from that perspective. Yeah, I'd say the under there. Uh, Robbie Gray's done his hammy as well. Um, I've got him on the slide. I've got him finishing just inside the eight. Um, they're going to have to play a bit of youth. I think they're going to play some young kids. Um, yeah, I think they're sides that are, that are better than them. That's as simple why they'll slide. Well, another team that's always a talking point is the Richmond Tigers, Ralph. I, I was... I got them pretty right last year, betting against them because I said they were being priced on their on their 2019 best. Um, they were another side who backed up what they did in their dominant year in 2019. Um, 13 and a half to me is too high. I still think they're being priced on their glory years. Can they all rebound? Yeah, but I, I do look at history in, in some capacity. I know I often say about you know you can make money betting against stats, but history tells you once dominant sides are start dropping away, they drop away pretty quickly and they're really hard to pick up. So, And, and, and it usually takes the market two or three years to realise it. And I think that could be the case for the Tigers again. Uh, they're going to have the Tiger Army back at the MCG. It's going to be a factor. But I'm, uh, I'm neutral as far as betting with them or against them. Yeah, this is another one of fuck knows. Right? They could come out and finish second and win the flag. <laughs> it does. Tom Lynch is healthy. Everyone's healthy. Or they could slip away to... This is a wait and see the first couple of weeks to see how they go. But uh, yeah, I've got them in the eight. I've got them, yeah, I've got them in the eight. We'll get to that. Next team up is St Kilda, who, Dane, you almost planned the twos for, right? Surely. Down at the yeah. Um, the Saints, uh, they're just a bit meh, is what I wrote down. Just, yeah. Just, just meh. Just yeah. sort of, they just they just play and I don't think they'll finish in the eight. Um, yeah, they're just sort of. They're just sort of in the league without no one really taking notice of them. That's that's a fair call. I do think what they've got now is that they recruited a shitload of players uh, for various reasons. It wasn't had a really good pickup point, mm. not yet. Um, but now all those blokes have been in the system playing with each other for two, three, four years. And I like that. And sometimes they're the sides that can just suddenly elevate because all of a sudden that cohesion wins them an extra three or four games that people weren't expecting. Ten and a half's a pretty low over for a side that's always thereabouts with the, with the finals. So I think they'll, they're not a bad bet. I've been neutral on a few, but I think them as an over, ten and a half is, is a nice bet. And I think they can uh, they can make the eight. And uh, possibly if they have a good run with injuries, uh, be actually a bit deeper than people expect. Mm. We disagree, but yeah. <laughs> You're allowed to disagree. Makes for, we do. Makes for good results. Uh, next up is the Sydney Swans, Dane. Oh, I, I like them. Um, I think they surprised a few last year. I think they'll surprise a few more this year. Buddy or Kiki Souser, probably round two, I think. Um, I've got them. I've got them high. I've got them maybe sneaking into the top four. Um, I think they're really good. Home ground advantage. SCG is tough ground to play if you don't know it. Um, there's sort of 10 wins there. Um, yeah, so I, th- I got them high. What do you think of um, – they were almost a new side last year, Swanee, and by that I mean some of their young uh, midfielders in particular um, really surprised the comp. They didn't obviously surprise John Longmire and, and their own staff, but now they've been exposed. Is that a case a bit like what I said earlier about uh, Essendon, that yeah. you know, Melbourne 2018, like maybe 
maybe they're being priced on perfection and other sides are aware of them this time. Absolutely. And you know what? We'll look back at this in round 22 and go, fuck, look how wrong we got it. Well, like yeah, everyone absolutely. else. So we're just, we're just guessing like everyone else. Uh, when we become experts is next week when we start picking winners for you. But uh, this is just a complete guess. Um, like every other and a half. Under over, you reckon? Over. I'll go under. Fair enough. Well, what about the other side from the West? It's the West Coast Eagles, Ralph. Well, there, there, there's there's a bit of a stink about them, and they're, they're also looking like an end of an era side. And you know, if an era is one premiership win, which obviously could have gone either way, but they've been contending for a long time. The problem is, really good sides don't get smashed badly, and they've got smashed badly too often away. So, I just it's got that that feeling that you know maybe Adam Simpson's time's come to an end. That's not knocking him as a coach, obviously, but everyone's got an era. And uh, he's included a premiership, but very hard to warm to. The From a market perspective, though, nine and a half wins is pretty low for a side that's going to get such a massive home ground advantage throughout the year and still a bit like Collingwood, same but different. Their best eight players is probably stacks up as good as anyone's best eight. So they're a bit yeah. dangerous. I wouldn't want to be betting against them from the that line perspective, but uh, they're very hard to warm to. Yeah, that was my, that was my, um, that was my bugbear side last year. Just couldn't get them right. Um, I don't know if Jack Darling's going to play or not, but yeah, I've got him. Uh, I've got him. I've got him down the bottom, um, the in the bottom sort of five or six. But I, I would, obviously, so I'd say they'd go under. But I wouldn't bet it because they could come out and surprise and finish eighth. You know, win all their home games, get healthy, and then where you go, they got the greatest player to ever play the game by champion data, so that'll help them. <laughs> um, but but I can't be bullish on these because of how much I'm scarred from them last year. Well, the final team in the competition, they played their premiership last year, unfortunately losing to the Demons. It's the Western Bulldogs, Dane Swan. I think they played in the grand final last year. They didn't play in the premiership. But... Sorry. My apologies. <laughs> yeah. Unlike me. That's right. Uh, she's, she's not well, Dane. Yeah, yeah, I know. She's, good good know she's not well. Uh, the Bulldogs, yeah, just like Melbourne, they're going to be right up there again when the whips are cracking. Um, I don't know what else you need to say. Um, they'll be finished firmly entrenched in the top four somewhere. And two fourteen, give it, give it two fourteen over under fifteen and a half wins. Which way would you look there? Over. Yeah, I think that's a good value bet. Mm. What's underrated, I think, is structurally, Dane, and you know about it. I don't. But when Josh Bruce going out for twelve months, but late in the year, he was in a very important part to their structure. So I reckon that yeah. must be one of the harder things to cover as a coach. A, a, a key position player going down so late in the year. Yeah, yeah. Um, it will be, but they'll... Um, got and that. what I'm saying is Luke Beveridge has got all summer to play in this time. Yeah, yeah, they've got that Jamari Eagle. What's his name? Eagle um, Hagen, yeah, number one draft pick. Well, who knows what he's done this off-season, but he's obviously number one. They caught him the next buddy, so if he is improved dramatically the next year, he can fill that spot. But um, yeah, mate, I think they'll be fine. They've got enough. They've got enough mid and talent to to run to run everyone around the ground. So yeah, they'll be they'll be fine. So premiership betting, which way would you look at this, Dane? As far as your well, approach? I only work Melbourne. I only reason I'm not tipping Melbourne because I back to backs very hard. So I've got the Lions and the Dogs in the granny. Um, with the Lions winning it just to, to be different. All right. So from a, a a punning perspective, which is all we care about, um, 
Brisbane Lions, I'm very bullish, and I think they're a mm. fantastic bet. What are, what are they at the moment for the flag? I think they're Lions are seven, seven dollars. Seven dollars, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They finished they finish, exactly. And they finished top two, um, get two home finals. Hopefully, they win both the finals, which has been a problem for them the last couple of years, obviously. But hopefully, they get a rise here, Garen or Granny. That's what I would think. So I think they're an early bet now. This is a strategy to make a book. So I'm going to make a book for the uh, for us to follow through the year, just to see if I can get this right. So I'm going to spend a hundred bucks. Right? Yeah. Gamble responsibly, as we say. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to back Brisbane as part of it early, and then I'm going to wait on these games: GWS v Sydney, uh, Geelong Essendon, and Melbourne Bulldogs. And I'm going to back the loser losers mm. after round one to win the premiership. Because really? there's always an overreaction. Remember, what yeah. uh, we said off air with Green Bay, they got smashed in round one. They got mm. it for twenty one dollars on one. Now it didn't matter that they didn't make it. I'm talking about you know arbitrage here because they ended up being at one stage. They were about three dollars at one stage. Yeah, they? yeah, they were short. So it's all about a market overreaction. Here. So what I'm saying is, there's three games that could probably go either way: GWS, Sydney, Geelong, Essendon, Melbourne Bulldogs. Back the loser to win the premiership of those three. If you're setting a little book for yourself, but Brisbane, I'm very bullish at. I've got no uh, no prediction as far as the ladder's concerned. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll give you the ladder if you want. Yep. I'll, I'll, I'll just stop. I've got Brisbane, Melbourne, Dogs, Swans, uh, Richmond, Port, Essendon, Geelong. That's my top eight. And uh, not that like, that'll be wrong, no doubt. Um, and then we'll, what are we going to just finish off with? Brown, Brown and Coleman. Yeah. All right. Ralph, have you got a top eight? <laughs> not. <clears throat> What's that? Have you got a top eight? No, he's not. He's, he's not. Well, yeah. I'm going to top eight, but I think, uh, I, you know, as I said, I, I really like uh, Melbourne and the Bulldogs to be up there, but as far as a bet now, Brisbane. Um, Brownlow, I'm, so I'm not going to go with, Pet- <clears throat> I want to give you some value. I'm not going to go with Petrarca or Oliver or Bontempelli because that's just that's just an easy out. I'm going to yeah. take uh, Sam Walsh, heard of, Sam Walsh and Darcy Parrish are the two that I oh. think will poll really well. Um, Sam Walsh is paying you know, $34. So yeah, so, and what and Darcy Parrish, I don't know what he is. Parrish, I like them. Thir- I like oh, them too. Um, I like them too. Obviously, the Petrarcas, Olivers, Bontempelli's, and all the rest. Uh, uh, the Dust and Mud, they're all there. But you know, what's the point of giving you a name that is fucking short? So I've picked out three that I've had a look at that have always voted well, or not always, but they've they've voted well. I do think that's important. It's like the umpires just start gravitating, and then they get more and more. A bit like you, Swanee, it's easy to go with the obvious. One thing I yeah. want to mention about Sam Walsh, though, that uh, which you said at thirty-four dollars, the market's priced in that he's out for the whole year. Yeah, <laughs> I'm exaggerating. What I'm saying is everyone knows that he's injured. So yeah. if he wasn't injured, what would he be? Ten dollars equal favourite. Yeah, and, and if um, and if Carlton really expected to improve how they are, he's yeah. the best player. And he's the one who stands out. So he's not a bad little value one as as far as that's concerned. On what you're saying, um, merit. Zach Merritt, forty-one dollars. I think he's been top five before. He's definitely got he's twice uh, got good votes in uh, twenty and twenty twenty-one. Last two years, uh, Luke Parker's sixty-seven dollars, and a real blowout here. Cam Guthrie, Guthrie rather at eighty-one dollars. So there's wow. three to have a look at uh, at the monster price there, and I'll uh, have a little dabble on that. The other one is it's always midfielders. It's always going to be a, a, a bit of math science, doesn't it? Yeah. Eventually there'll be one. Max Gordon's a hundred dollars. Oh, that's huge. He's not an elite player, though. He's right. not an elite pro- player, which gives you an extra few points. Mm, exactly. There you go. Yeah, well, they do. I reckon he's due. Brody Grundy, 
midfield yep. yeah. So of course, if we get this right, we'll replay this later in the year. And we'll oh, get exactly. it replay it a million times. <laughs> exactly. What about any thoughts on the Calder well, medal? Uh, yes, um, Ralph. Oh, uh, Mackay, I think from from Calum, but that's he's probably the favourite, I would favorite. imagine. And he's I like Jeremy. Perfection three seventy five. I like Jeremy Cameron. Well, I don't know yeah. what he is. Six bucks. Um, yep. I think he's a real yeah. bet. Yeah. Uh, Couple others that I think are going to firm Ben Brown. Keep this in mind with Ben Brown. It took him what twelve, fifteen weeks to get into Melbourne system. Yeah. How they wanted him to play, and and he finished the year obviously, you know, with everything working beautifully. So now he starts the year as the key forward. Mm. Eighteen dollars is a very good price under that circumstance when you're in the uh, in the team that's able to win the premiership. Yeah. And Joe Dana at fifteen dollars, yeah, worth a look. But um, I think from a value point of view, straight. definitely Ben Brown. But yeah, I'm with you with Jeremy Cameron. Sweet, beautiful. Well, All that right. is our thoughts. Oh, Flemington tomorrow. Flemington. Just a couple of ones that I said. Go I on said on. a couple of weeks back, Spanish Mission and uh, and Artorias. Artorias, I think, about nine or ten dollars each way. And Spanish Mission's now second favourite. It's a very very nice bet, just with the place on side. Gamble responsibly, of course. Thank you. Absolutely. We'll see you next week for round one of Math Science. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.